right? Yeah. He wasn't bad. But he turned. Welcome to Fear Me. Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 102. And we have another guest with us today, and that is our neighbor, Cash. Say hi, Cash. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hey, Cash. Welcome. Thank you. Cash is a, like I said, he's one of our neighbors, but he's also a huge fan of The Walking Dead, and he was begging to be on the uh, podcast. Yeah, yeah, begging. Sure. <laughs> I think it was the other way around. <laughs> well, I wasn't begged to come on the show. I kind of just wanted to sit in and listen and watch you guys do the magic, but... You're not sitting um, in without talking, buddy. Yeah, just can't sit in without speaking some words, so no. here exactly. I am. No, exactly. no, no, no. Yeah, we're not here for your viewing pleasure, my friend. <laughs> no caged animals here. <laughs> <laughs> the cool thing about Cash is that he worked for one of the broadcasting companies here in Atlanta... And you do marketing, is that right? Research. Like, explain it, because I don't know. Okay. Media research. I most recently worked for Turner. Um, they own TNT, TBS, CNN. You guys know all the networks. Mm -hmm. um, but I come from a long background of doing media research, first with local TV in New York for CBS, then down in South Florida for CBS. A quick stint at Nielsen, where they actually do the ratings information uh -huh. and stuff right. like nice. that. Nice. And then in between... Starting at Turner and leaving Nielsen, I was into comic books. Had a small cool. comic book company. Uh, digital publishing is what we were trying to accomplish before smartphones and tablets proliferated everywhere. Um, but my wife and I got pregnant. She got <laughs> pregnant. And it was mm -hmm. back to the real world. Yep. And so Always. I was knocking on Turner's door for a job. <laughs> cool. Yes. So... He's going to have some really cool information to share with us, I bet. Yes. I hope so. Yeah. That'll be awesome. We're definitely not going to be asking him about our ratings because <laughs> we don't need that kind of bad news. No. But nonetheless. No. So, Cash, since you're our guest, what are you drinking tonight? Tonight, I'm drinking Tropicalia from Creature Conference in Athens, Georgia. It's right on the can. It's an India Pale Ale, and it's 6.6% .6 alcohol. Awesome. Got a little punch. Yeah, one of my favorites. Does it taste like um, pineapple? Um, like coconut, pineapple type thing? No, not, not coconut. Citrusy. No, more, you got the citrus yeah, flavor, citrus flavor than, to it. Uh, okay. Then coconutty. Okay. Yeah. You said you're a sour fan. So. I do like sour. I was introduced to this company by their Athena. Yeah, we've had Athena. And really like that too. Only if I'm drinking. I don't like the taste of it with food. There's a, a new place mm -hmm. that we mm -hmm. tasted the, the other day, the Pontoon Brewery. Have you seen? They had a, a couple sours as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's right on the other side of the river, too. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, Cash, you bring up a good point because there is, you know, there are a lot of beers that are really good to drink, but there are only some beers you really want to drink with a meal. Yes. You know, I mean, they they can really be uh, really be heavy with a meal if you're, if you're not getting the right like one. Like PBR. Uh, well, PBR is... <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's never good with works. anything, <laughs> whether you're eating or not. Just water. What the hell is wrong with you people? <laughs> hey, Stuart, today I saw a uh, Pabst American Pale Ale. What? 
Was it something different than regular PAPS? Yes, it was not PAPS Blue Ribbon. It was just maps. PAPS. Hold on. <laughs> Shut up, Siri. God. Sometimes my Siri just comes on out of the blue during these things. She's uh, trying to find it. Um, she's laughing at you. It's a. It's an American Pale Ale. Um, I was thinking about getting it for like about thirty seconds until I saw it was like five dollars oh, and realized. On, All right. Yeah. I'm gonna get what you know. You'll get what you pay for with that. Okay, so. <laughs> it's worth a try. I think Scott, Lisa, worth for yeah. me to try. Yeah, yeah. Sh- shut up. You try it and tell me all about all right. it. Kimmy, what you drinking, babe? All right, so I am drinking another Terrapin, and this is a play on my favorite beer, which is the Hopsecutioner, super hoppy beer. This is the Chopsecutioner, and mm. it's um, named for well, it's inspired by the Atlanta Braves. And it's a wood-aged IPA. So it's, okay, this is the crazy part and the fun part. It's brewed with um, the same, or it's aged in the same wood that's used to make baseball bats. Nice. Cool. Nice. So, and considering opening day is coming, uh, what is it, Friday? Yeah, Thursday yeah. or Friday. Nice. Here, Very yeah. fast. Yeah, good timing. Um, yeah. But it's really good. It's not as hoppy as Hopsecutioner. It's not as strong. I like Hopsecutioner better. It says it's not Hopsecutioner, but it's in the ballpark. Yeah, this there's is this, really good. I think I was telling Cash there are a series of puns that are on this beer can related mm, to baseball. Nice. So. That's funny. And you said that's from Terrapin? Terrapin out of Athens, Georgia. Yours is Athens yeah, too, right? Yeah, they do right? a great job. Yeah. yeah. Future Conference is also in Athens. Yeah. Nice. Athens is a busy. They busy. are. Yeah. I'm partaking of the Hopsecutioner as well. That's good. The Chopsecutioner. Or chops what's your what's your feeling on it? <clears throat> it's good. It's very good. It's it actually isn't quite. I think as Kim was saying, it's not quite as sweet as the uh, Hopsecutioner. So it's a little bit, a little mm-hmm. bit more drinkable. Hopsecutioner like is very drinkable. Yeah, but it, it's really It'll sweet. It's very su- sugary. That's true. What are you drinking, Scott? I'm drinking a new beer from a brewery I've never heard of before uh, called uh, Dirty Bull out of uh, Durham, that. North Carolina. And the uh, the beer is called Indecent India Pale Ale. It's made with Southern Cross hops. It is very tasty, I got to tell you. Why is it, it is indecent? It's a tasty beverage. Um, I can't tell you why it's indecent. It wasn't indecent with me. Maybe I'm indecent them, too. Will you be I don't know. Indecent? It didn't stand out. <laughs> Well, I exactly. won't have my pants on anymore, I can tell you that. <clears throat> Which is fine as long as you stay seated. Yeah. Exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. Please don't stay without a doubt. <laughs> It's 9 o'clock, my pants come off. I put um, my fat pants on for this so I can be comfy. <laughs> very, very, very nice, Kim. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a very, it's a moderate India Pale Ale with, a, it's very citrusy and has a nice bitter aftertaste, but nothing too strong. I mean, it's very smooth. Um, Dirty Bull did a good job with this one. I would definitely cool. take this again. All right, well, let's get to it. We are going to cover The Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 13, Do Not Send Us Astray. What did you guys think of this episode? When you say it like that, it sounds a little different. Do Why? not send us astray, like a stray dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like this one uh, a good bit. I, I think I like the one before it a little bit better, but um, I like the, the scheme at the hilltop to start it out. Although I was a little questioning um, why the hell they were opening up the gates to let them in. But of course they answered that question by the end of the episode to mm-hmm. save the gates. But I still am questioning the whole tainted weapon thing. Well, there will be a lot of discussion about the tainted weapon thing. Yeah, but the episode itself was actually very good. I enjoyed it. 
I also liked it. I liked last week's a whole lot better, but this one was great because I was still on the edge of my seat. And then when the attack happened, I was like, yeah, like freaking out about it. Um, and I thought there were a lot of really good surprise elements. Um, I think I heard somebody say, might've been on the talking dead, that this was kind of like a horror show, horror movie. And this is the episode that's most like a horror movie throughout the entire series. And I would definitely agree with that. Uh, we didn't get to see too many walkers up close, which I was a bit disappointed with. But um, the rest yeah. of the elements were really There were some comparisons to, like, uh, the jail. I think people were saying, like, when yeah. they're walking through the jail, you know, in some mm -hmm. of the dark spaces. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. What did you think, Cash? For me, it was a tale of two episodes. <laughs> the first part of the, the, the episode with the, the shootout I really liked. And then the second half, which the horror movie... Um, I almost wish it had aired closer to Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, to, mm -hmm. to, to be more yeah. in the spirit of things. Yeah. It, it, it was, I had too many questions. Oh, yeah, me too. It I was kind of hard to see what the hell was going on, for was, one thing. It was like, hard to was, see. Who was getting attacked? Yes. Like, by who? Yeah, I was like, right. who just got shot by the arrow? Kim's like, oh, that was terror. I was like, how the hell did you even see that? Yeah, rewind. Yeah, yeah so it, it wasn't as successful as the beginning of the episode. Yes. I don't yeah. think so at all. But. Yeah, I, I don't want to talk too deep into it but yeah i was i was kind of split so it, it started it was like a bell curve i guess like it yeah. went, immediately went up and then after the second half when the saviors left they went you know yeah. kind of started a decline for me yeah i could see that okay cool scott well i tell you what it was a good follow-up to episode 12 um episode 12 was definitely a lot better um and and, and i say that despite henry <laughs> um you know, the whole Henry thing was stupid. Um, but there was, I agree with you guys totally as far as Cash, especially when you're talking about a tale yes. of two uh, episodes, because, um, you know, it really was, it, there was a lot of action-packed material going on in there. But then it had that lull where they're, they're, they spent so much time on the, 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 the cost mm -hmm. of war that, that that really, you know, drags the episode down. I think, you know, showing the graves one time, that's enough. That's enough. You know, I think I think those lulls with Maggie with her her guilt was getting mm -hmm. a little bit on my nerves. But you know, the thing that I really appreciated, I really appreciated um Jeff January, who was the director. And I really you know, as you were saying with the horror film thing, I really felt like the the scenes and so forth that happened in the house and so forth really were were like a tribute to Night mm -hmm. of the Living Dead or 28 Days Later, you know, these original horror movies because they had a lot of that kind of feel. And and the 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 walker falling down the stairs is humorous <laughs> yeah. as hell. Who didn't rewind I mean, that two times? You know? yeah, it's even more humorous that nobody woke up. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> it was a miracle no one woke up and that was yes. a problem I had with it. But you know what? Once I thought about how visually the uh that segment worked and so forth i i got past the wa nobody waking up part um i i thought that was i thought that really was well done i know you guys say it was too dark and so forth i actually thought it was well done that way um because i think you wanted i found like um for instance in those scenes i found like i wanted to get past the scene because yeah, i wanted to find out who made it yeah. because i didn't know you know like the guy that's always the guard at the gate the Asian guy, whatever. 
I thought maybe I saw him get done, and I was like, oh, I like that guy. I don't want him gone, but I waited and waited, and he showed up again, you know, being a guard or whatever. But, you know, I, I thought well, that well, was normally, kind of fun watching Normally that. during the horror stuff, though, there's more anticipation because you're focused on a couple characters, and here you're kind of jumping all over the house. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to tell. You're, right. I mean, if, if you had a little bit more time with each of the scenes, maybe, I think you'd be able to have a little bit more anticipation as to, oh, God, watch out. But there, you didn't really get that so much. As, well, I think they were trying to really portray a lot of chaos. Oh, yeah, in yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That, and, that did work. And I, I think they did a really good job with it. Um, you know, that's just my opinion. I love the scene myself. Yeah, I think also this was their way of having our core group of characters whittled down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, the, the junkyard people mm-hmm. got whittled down. To mm-hmm. Nobody got decimated. And then... Uh, um, yeah. We know Quite that the um, the saviors lost a lot of people. In my estimation, they should have lost a few more with all those bullets that were flying <laughs> in the first part of that episode. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No and then, doubt. but then now, you know, we've got our core group of, of people losing some of their close ones. And and they also they did they introduced a bunch of red shirts that will get lost during this one as well. Too. Yeah. It's like they made people, <laughs> that, that doctor yep. in the beginning. Yeah, the doctor yeah. and then the people that were like, "Great job, Maggie!" And then I, I think that was the person that ended up falling down the stairs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that guy was actually a really good actor. I'm kind of upset that we lost him in the same episode. <laughs> He seemed pretty strong. Not good with the. I, I hated lo- I hated losing Doctor Dana. I wanted to and see Doctor Dana and Sadiq. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Where I know. She? That's for sure. I the other do- was the doctor. Yeah, the other exactly. doctors don't seem quite so important. When oh, we just had another one sitting but, here. But they immediately set us up to hate her. Just the yeah. way oh, she's I know. Yeah, from yeah, the yeah, beginning. She's so rude. Yeah. <laughs> that's think- what I liked about her. I, I wanted to see more of that. <laughs> I think she was more like a nurse's aide. Yeah. Understand. No, she's. I think she. No, they said they called her Doctor Dana. That doesn't mean she's a doctor. Hey, Kim, this doesn't make you a professional podcast either. All right. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. Just because we call you a podcaster, is that what you're trying to say? So next week on The Walking Dead. I know. (laughs) I'll just leave. Go drink my beer somewhere else. (laughs) Don't you be putting down my Doctor Dana, man, Scott. That goes down punching. So we open the episode with Morgan and Gavin appears out of nowhere. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) And he kept Uh, saying, you know what it is. You were supposed to. And then he started saying you were supposed to over and over and over again. So are we to believe that uh, Morgan was supposed to be the one who killed him? Is that his guilt feeding on him? Yes. Or is there something else that's supposed to lead to? No, that was, I mean, that was definitely guilt by Morgan. I mean, Morgan sees himself as the one who killed him because he trained Henry. He was about to kill Henry. He or he was about to kill Gavin. He, you know, his, his intention was killing Gavin. He wasn't going to stop himself from it. Um, it just happened that Henry did it first and he trained Henry. So he feels like I did mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Do you like the fact that they brought Gavin back? I did. I, I like that they have Gavin back. I don't necessarily... I don't know. I, I he looked a little bit too much like a, 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 a Jesus on the cross, yeah. with the with the the stringy hair and the and the flowing clothes and so forth. And I was kind of like, come on, you know. I thought that was a little bit. I would have liked to have seen him be more of the more of the regular Gavin. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed by the way they presented him either, with the stringy hair. I thought, mm-hmm. what's the purpose of that? 
He didn't seem like a strong he didn't, figure. That yeah, strong he didn't character. seem authentic. Yeah, yeah I, I was trying to remember if that's what he looked like before he got killed or he not. He looked much smaller. <laughs> yeah. He did look yeah, smaller. Yeah, but I think it was, yeah, again, how he, he was portrayed, camera angles, that sort of thing. But They, they had the neck wound, at least. Yes, yes they know. did. But, but he, yes. what he was saying, mm-hmm. you were supposed to do it? Is that what he was saying? Yeah. Like, instead of the kid doing it? Yeah, and then, but he said, you know what it is. That was at the end, he started repeating, you know what it is, right? Well, he he actually repeated that throughout okay. the episode. That's Whenever what I was he appeared, trying to he repeated okay, okay. that. So same. he was saying two yeah. different phrases. Okay. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, that, I think that that I think that that was the show's way of kind of introducing us or reintroducing us to Morgan and his hallucinations. His crazy. His crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His psych. Yeah. His psychosis. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Will we will we talk about Morgan a little bit more later on? We or? will. Okay. For sure. But you can go ahead if you want to. No, I, you know, I'm just... One of the, no, let's go ahead and delve yeah, into it. Okay. One of the things that's been, that's been bugging me since I saw the little 30-second trailer for Morgan and then um, the extended Fear of the Walking Dead mm-hmm. trailer, which was looked really good, I had always assumed that since we saw... The, since the show started at the, the outbreak, that... In linear time, this all was taking place from where we currently were in Walking Dead. Right. And so now, when when Morgan shows up there's, <laughs> on, Fear, and on April 15th, yeah. are they, will Fear have now jumped two years or so? They'll have to. That... That's the only yeah. thing I can ex- I can expect is they're yeah. gonna have to jump I mean, forward with when this. Especially he meets if up... you ignore my theory that I was telling you last week. What? <laughs> Which one was that? That Morgan too? actually... Morgan is on, on fear during the time that he's lost at the beginning of The thinking. Walking Dead. No, but when he meets up with yeah, Madison... Yeah, but they already said that this was going to be real time. They he, were oh, they already saying that, that yeah. this he was going to be... He is telling Madison yeah. about mm-hmm. the fight that just happened. Right. Oh, is he Is he really? Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. So then, so, so if and, we assume that... So you're speculating on facts that you've seen, <laughs> not yes. just random ideas. <laughs> Okay. Well, when I first heard that Morgan that was going to be there, that was my Stuart. thought that we were going to see him when he wasn't on Walking Dead. Yeah, and when he turned into and the clear filling, guy. Filling that gap. Yeah. That's true. Now that we know that it's real time, then to me this this whole introduction of his hallucinations is the impetus for him to leave. Correct. Correct. Yeah, I agree with that. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. yeah, I think they started that two episodes ago or so. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, I think the psychosis is going to slide into fear. When he started fighting Jesus, right? In the, last, in the beginning, before Christmas? No, after that. Okay. But but one more thing. Also, uh, yeah. when they're talking to Madison, they've already settled into their Houston group. Mm-hmm. And they're pretty settled. They've established a life there. So I think we're Yeah, I think we're going to see that. a lot of back, back flashes to look back at what happened at the dam yeah. and so forth from fear. But I think we are going to be moving up a couple of years into the future a little some bit. Some flashbacks. Um, yes, flashbacks. <laughs> yes, there were flashbacks. Thank you for... Thank, thank you for killing that conversation. <laughs> yes. Screeching salt. Ah! But yeah, no, I just think that that... Yeah, I think you're correct. I think we're going to be jumping forward with fear. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. I guess maybe I I feel okay with it. Um, depends on how they how they work yeah, it out. How they fill the gap. I'm still, even though this that we're not doing a fear podcast right now, I'm still gonna be interested to see if they uh, if they let um, 
Um, oh shit, what's her name? Uh, Madison. Lee, Madison. Lee. Madison. Thank you, Madison. Jeez, what's wrong? With <laughs> if they let Two Madison characters. maybe go on the the dark the governor trail. Hmm. Well, she was. Oh. She looked pretty rough in one of those trailers. She was all stringy and sweaty mm-hmm. looking. Mm-hmm. Maybe. The idea of a time jump, though, and I don't think this is too spoilery. Do you read the comics? Cash? I have not read the comic in probably a year. Okay. But so I'm I'm behind. But did you get to All Out War? Yes. Okay. So uh, there is a time jump in the comics. Mm-hmm. I won't say where or what happens, but so yes, it's um, don't. it's not unusual for it to happen in the Walking Dead. Right. World. It's it's been interesting. The only thing I concerns me, Kim. The only thing that concerns me is that we were so vehemently unhappy with the uh, what was it nine week jump we oh, had yeah. in fear nine day uh, wasn't it yeah nine week nine day I can't no, even no. remember now nine week it was like nine weeks oh it was horrible um, where they just all of a sudden moved up to them all being in a compound and so forth yeah and we were not happy with that no we were not so hopefully this will be portrayed <laughs> that's correctly. a different thing though because when when the ep- when the series mm-hmm. first started everybody wanted to know how it happened mm-hmm. now they're in it like i don't care like if, if it's boring don't tell me i don't care i don't care how many people died i don't care what happened so it's okay now in the beginning totally mm-hmm. different well, story yeah they like start that either at the yeah, time yeah. yeah fear they started out with the whole uh, introduction of the family and stories of everybody and it was all normal life and it starts telling you what's going on and then all of a sudden you're in rick's coma again right and he's waking up and you're like oh this is the world we're left with right. and i mean so yeah that was disappointing but yeah this is going to be different i don't think it's going to be that you know that questionable uh, depending on yeah, I just they... the only thing that concerns me is if they if they're kind of looking at it as a reboot, and I don't want that show to reboot. I think they were doing a good yes. job with. I it. don't think it's necessarily I a reboot, it. but remember there is a new showrunner, two new sh- showrunners, <laughs> the annual showrunner. Yeah, <laughs> but but Kim, for me, it's almost like a reboot because they've got so many new cast members in there, Maggie Grace, Jenna and Elfman. they're jumping it yep. forward with the story and all. I mean, that's yeah. I don't know. Oh, they are introducing a bunch of people like in the commercials. That is kind of weird. Garrett Delahunt's in it. Yeah, as well. yeah, they're introducing characters before the show's even going, and you're like, "All right, talk about." Well, it's going to be a whole now. new cast in essence. I mean, plus some of the the previous cast. I think the only ones I haven't seen are Daniel and uh, and um, his daughter. Mm-hmm. Well, did, did she die? die? She died. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, back, back let's this. let's Far get back the tangent, on the guys. let's get back to the show at <laughs> hand. So uh, I have a bone to pick with their um, signaling. Why oh. use a horn? Yes. When you're alerting your enemy that you're you know where they are. I so wanted to say something about that in the last episode too. When um, Rick sees the the um, train of cars coming up, and all of a sudden he yeah, sees, and he sees Megan, Megan. and he's got his hand on the horn. He's getting ready to hit the horn. It's like. What the hell's that going to do? Except let all of them know that you're right there. Mm-hmm. I mean that, and so yeah, they're they're hitting the horns to signal that all the saviors are coming. It was just kind of a weird thing. Yeah, I, I think the idea is you hit the horn and then you hightail it for home. And I think that's why you see um, that's why you see uh, um, uh, Daryl come flying in late. Yeah. And gunning people down and so forth is because he he hit the horn and then he's flying home like I did everybody like the else. Gun on his bike. Oh yeah, that was that pretty was cool. sweet. Yeah, yeah that was pretty <laughs> sweet. Machine gun, yeah, uh-huh. machine gun motorcycle. Should have done that a long time ago. 
<laughs> and it was definitely a ploy to draw them in t- inside the yeah. gates. I mean, it was also a ploy for that. So he was expecting to come in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and that's where I was I was questioning, why Why the hell are they opening the gates now after all this? And, I mean, yeah, you got to think, well, okay, they got some sort of plan. But what the hell can that plan possibly be? The only thing I couldn't figure out is how would you leave anybody in? The, the guys in the truck are the ones who survived. The ones who went through and crashed mm-hmm. into the bus, they're the ones who survived. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, they'd be loading that that pickup up with with lead all over the place. I know, I know. But every one of those guys did just fine. They got out. But think about how far Maggie has come as a leader that she anticipated all of this happening and that she had three groups from the hilltop, including Rick uh, and um, and then you had uh, Daryl coming up from behind. Mm-hmm. All those people were in place ahead of time. They knew exactly what they were doing. That was awesome. It was like... When they set up, do you remember when they first got to Alexandria and they set up the trail of cars to lead the walkers, the mm -hmm. horde, Mm -hmm. down the street and they had all the buses lined up? That was pretty sweet. Good strategery. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Strategery. (laughs) Strategery all over the place. Um, Yeah, I agree with you. Um, But it didn't really, I don't know if it was as effective as they were hoping because I'd Definitely don't think it killed as many people as they were expecting it to kill. It wasn't until I watched, um, where was it? Maybe I read something. No, it was in, the, in I think, Talking Dead. They showed a clip of Maggie speaking, and I think they said something about, they estimate, or maybe I read it, I can't remember. Um, 50% of the, of the um, saviors were killed. Really? Yeah. And I said, okay. That's okay. higher than I would than I thought <laughs> yeah, watching I'll, I'll it. I'll try and find it later. But um like I said earlier, I thought way more bodies should have dropped uh, with the yeah. amount of bullets <laughs> that that was being shot. Especially when they first opened. Especially the scene when those guys are all emerging from out you know, yes. when the lights yes. were all out that and too. they were emerging Both from the vehicle and they're all spread in the field. Mm-hmm. More bodies should have fallen. I agree. I liked how they did have all the lights out and it's and Simon and them seemed confident that they could approach the main house. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, they had all the cars, all the vehicles right there with their headlights turned on. I yes. thought that was a cool scene. They're all like, oh, shit. I, Blinded. Turn tail. Hey, let me let me ask you. I got a one quick question for you. Um, and it pertained to, again, with Maggie at the beginning of all that. Um, when Maggie's on the walkie-talkie with Simon and... And, you know, she states that they've got those 38 hostages and Simon kind of blows them off, you know, saying, well, we don't want those guys anyway. And is it Gregory, I think, who says, well, that didn't work or something like that. And Maggie says it will. Yeah. What does she mean by that? What did she mean? It will. I don't it, it never really came to play. Well, right? I think she the hostages? I think she was thinking Negan was going to be there. Yes. Right. And that Negan would want those guys back. Simon's just a dickhead. Yeah, that was the difference. Simon care. was like... Maybe you're right. Did, Maybe Simon you're right. said, I like people who weren't captured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, which actually mm-hmm. was kind of a nod to something, I believe, that Trump said about McCain. Yep. It's exactly <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't so. catch that. It was that. the yes. exact line yes. that, he, that Trump really? said. Really? Yes. Yeah. He says, I like my war heroes who oh, don't yes. get captured. That's right. Uh, trickery. Yeah. So, but um, so yeah. I mean, he was he had written those guys off as being weak because they had been captured, anyways. So yeah, that's I right. think that's a good point. So you're 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 saying that you were thinking that um, because Negan would be present, that eventually that would work out for them. Yeah. Hmm. Having the yeah. hostages. I can buy that. 
Okay, that you know, I hadn't thought about it in that in that respect, Kim. That's that's um that's a good point. I think you might be right on that. I just couldn't figure out, you know, especially the second time watching it through, I couldn't figure out knowing having watched the episode that nothing really happens with the hostages other than they escape as we all expected they would at one point. Um so they never really did come to play as far as being hostages. But no, that makes sense. Stu, I know Stu, I know you had to I, I know you had to like it when you know, we, we love the way that Simon phrases uh -huh. things. When he said uh, remove the offending obstacles. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. When he was talking about the stuff that popped all the tires on the car. <laughs> He's great. I love that. Well uh I had a question too about that scene where um uh get, um shoot, what's his name? Alton? Is that his name, that savior? Oh yeah, right. The good so, one. The good savior. The, the one that's yeah. the captured savior. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, okay. They allow those guys to come right up behind Maggie when she's on the porch and on the walkie-talkie with Simon. Yeah, I thought that was a little strange. They allowed her to come right up behind her where they could have done anything to her. And there were no guns yeah, well, on them at that point. See, these are some of the 38 yeah, I have captive right now, yeah. right behind me. Yes, without handcuffs or anything. Well, especially you have Jared right behind exactly. you. Exactly. Jared, who's already proven to be a wild card, and he's standing right behind Maggie. Exactly. Yes. That didn't play well with me. There were lots of little things like that during this episode that Yeah, there were there were definitely a lot of, of those. There was some there was definitely some issues. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the episode definitely had some of those. Let me ask you this too. At one point this has nothing to do with any of this, but it's just a, a pet peeve. Uh, Rick talks about the heat at one oh point my on God. the episode. Biggest pet peeve. How hot it is? Go ahead. How is it that not one person there has shorts oh, on? Oh, not that part. <laughs> I mean, come on, you're in, you're you're in the middle of the the humidity and the heat, and and Rick's walking around with a jacket yes. on. All these people got long sleeves hey, on. I was part of the protection. Not one person. I was got thinking shorts. today. Well, except Eugene. I think Eugene. Has I was shorts thinking today on. if I was in the apocalypse and nobody else was around, there's like no way I'd be wearing pants. I'd be like taking that shit off and like draping it around my neck. <laughs> I'd be walking around naked. Just saying. It's an extra layer of protection. And I, I thought about that too. Wearing rollerblade pads all the time. That doesn't seem like it's going to be helping anybody, especially on Jerry. Jerry's a big guy. <laughs> yeah, this is true. But the other thing, my pet pet peeve from that scene is Rick is taking boards off of a window, saying the kids need air, while there's two windows in the back of the room that don't have any Screwed boards up on my them. Miss. That's my miss. I'm sorry. <laughs> And none of those windows were even open yet. <laughs> it was perfect. It was like, <laughs> he's like, oh, we got to get rid of these boards. They're in the way. We got to get some air in here. It's like, dude, there's windows right there, wide open right behind you. <laughs> it was like the will, the will. Well, not only that, I mean, if you want to get a cross breeze, <laughs> if you pull, if you pull the boards off. Yeah, Open it was the like windows the afterwards. Skit of George Bush when he's out on his farm and he's like, I'm just out here mending my fences. <laughs> mending fences. <Yes. laughs> yeah. And you don't have to take all the boards off, just right. the lower ones, yes. just so you can get the window Yeah, exactly. Off. They're not like holding the window closed. That was a big Jesus, one. Jesus, Rick. Mm. He just needed yeah. a distraction. Okay, that was, that was pretty lame. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was. I actually, as that scene was going on, I mean, even <laughs> even Michonne walks up and says, "I saved you a turn up," and I'm like, "Oh, why?" <laughs> That's true. Who wants a turn up? Are you kidding? Some uncooked potatoes. Oh my god! 
Am I that desperate? <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, on that note, why don't we go ahead and take a break? And when we come back, we'll get back into this into the uh, episode. Bye. Talk to you in a minute. All right, everybody, we're back. Um, why don't we delve a little bit into what was going on with Dwight throughout this episode? Dwight had a really big part um, as he was running around, I guess, trying not to to cause too much damage to the uh, hilltoppers, but trying to, you know, not not have uh, Simon, I guess, uh, figure out that he's not quite on their side. Yeah, and you know, and of course, then you, you're dealing with Tara and Daryl. So, I think. Dwight is still rather in shock that Simon is going the direction that he's going. Mm -hmm. I think he's he still thought that, you know, Simon was going to come to his side of it and be like, yeah, Negan's not good. We need to get away from him, but let's not annihilate everybody. Cut our losses. Yeah. Oh, and he, <laughs> say, yeah, he says that to Simon. He's like, if Negan shows up, he could still be out there. If he shows up all of a sudden, yeah. he's not going to like this. I mean, exactly. he was trying to warn him. And that was his way of... I mean, he does. He wants to save the hilltop people, but that was his only play was to say, "Okay, listen, Negan would be really pissed off if he started doing this." Mm -hmm. Which is smart that he did that. Yeah, because that's still protecting his butt. You know, if Negan comes back, but Simon doesn't. Give and, a and you also kind of got the feel that just you, you just kind of got the feel of the whole time with him that he wants to run off into the woods, get away from these guys, and be able to go warn them of what's coming. I mean, he's right. like. Yeah. You'd always see he's like it's almost like one foot is going in that direction yes. to run, and um, and it's been very interesting. During the battle, Tara gets shot with an arrow. Yeah, and it took me watching it the second time before I could really see what was going on during mm -hmm. that because when she the first time I watched it when she got shot, I had no idea who shot her. Do you know who shot her? Dwight. Yeah. yeah. Dwight shot her with the arrow because Simon was coming at her with the hatchet or whatever he had. In right. Which I didn't see until the I watched tainted, it again. Yeah. The, the tainted, tainted hatchet. One, and he right. stepped in front because Simon even said, do you want to take her or do you want me to do it? And mm -hmm. and so Simon was going to do it. Right. And, and then, you saw Simon get pissed off too. Yeah. Because he was sneaking up on her and she got shot with the arrow and he was kind of like, damn it. Exactly. And he ran back. Uh, but yeah, you know, Simon or uh, Dwight did it to save her. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Because right, he knew so his arrows aren't tainted. That's and, what I was going to say. We have to yeah, assume and, that his are fine, so Tara's not going to turn. And he, he right. nicked her, too. He didn't even impale her with the arrow. He, right. You know, nicked her on yep. the side. Did it perfectly. Yeah. And, you know, and the thing about it, too, Kim, you know, I made that comment about the time on the clock. They kept going back to that clock. Yes. Throughout the episode. Yes. Um, I really think that that was used to as a vehicle to show you that Tara wasn't turning. Because ah. you were constantly seeing that clock throughout the episode, and you were seeing people were turning at certain times because they right. kept going right back to that clock. Correct. And the fact that they went through twelve hours without Tara turning mm -hmm. just reaffirmed to me that that it was uh, that it was Dwight who shot her with an untainted arrow, so that so that um, Simon wouldn't shoot her or kill her really? with the knife. That was 24 yeah. hours. That was a whole day. Oh, was it 24 hours? Okay. Yeah. Why? Well, I, I noticed it at 12 hours. But I think that's a good point because we haven't really seen somebody timing it like that, except in fear, 
with right. uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name. Oh God, the crazy kid. Crazy guy. Yeah, I don't remember his name now. But he was the only one that we've okay. seen. No, no, no. The crazy guy. They had the, the, the people the, the yeah. walkers chasing. He was shooting people, uh, waiting yes, on yeah, see yeah, how yeah, long yeah, it right, took right, him to right, turn. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So we know that it's varying times, um, but a lot of these people did have some pretty bad wounds that could have sped up their change, I guess. Kim, okay, let's do this. Let's. They died off, kind yeah. Of. Right. Let's let's do this right now. Let's let's. I got to get this out of my system. Okay. Okay. And once I do this, I'm not going to bring it up again. I'm going to accept we the record? notion that they're going. No, no. Should we be recording this right now? How <laughs> stupid this whole premise of the tainted weapons is. I mean, <laughs> it's so damn stupid. I mean, never in eight years did anybody ever figure this out. Never in eight years did anybody get affected who covered themselves in this gore, who obviously had nicks and stuff and wiped their fingers into their mouths and all this stuff. None of them ever got affected. No, right. no, no. Right. Season eight, someone figures out you put it on weapons and it affects people. All right. Comic book people? Yeah. Does it happen in the comic book? It does. It does. Yeah. It does. But... I, uh, no, so, I mean, okay, so we have, like, the clashing of the two worlds of, like, what's going on with TV and what's going on with comic book. Now, it doesn't happen right away in the comic book, I wouldn't no. assume. It probably takes a while to figure it out, too. Mm-hmm. So, I guess, to your point, Scott, it seems silly that all of a sudden it's happening now after there's been so many opportunities for it to happen. Well, it doesn't make, it doesn't make an inkling of sense. I mean, it, it does it. It's just totally people that they're smashing their hands through and all yeah. that kind of stuff too. Yeah. But at some point, somebody's skull would cut somebody, or right, you know. And, and there, there's speculation. Oh, well, maybe the cuts haven't been deep enough. These people have been getting shot, scratched up, just nicked. Yeah, and yeah. they're turning. Yeah, I mean, yeah. no matter if they're fighting people that don't have crap all over their weapons, when they fought anybody, they had something from walkers all over the weapons at some point. So, <clears throat> And even when Tobin got stabbed in this episode, um, Carol... Yeah, no. Except for Morgan. Morgan Tob- always cleans uh, his weapon off. With him. No, Sadiq exactly. put his hands on right, the on blood. Tobin. And, right. and at one time, you can see Tobin's hand is over the wound, and then Sadiq is using mm-hmm. his hand as a um, right. yeah, to but press. He's not cut. But like, Sadiq's how not do cut. you know? You've got to be kidding me if you're saying <laughs> that they don't have, like, even a hangnail. Right. Something can get in there. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, yeah the, the uh, whole I mean, premise is. Yeah. So maybe it's not so much of. Maybe it's not so much that the gore somehow got into the body. It's. It's it's the body's reaction to to being exposed, maybe because I'm I'm always stuck on the line from I guess season one where you know they said at the end we're already infected. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing that's weird. Mm-hmm. So is it something that we you know because physically our body is damaged somehow that our immune system gets suppressed? Like why is why is Gabriel Father Gabriel all of a sudden now blind and ill, yeah. but Negan like you guys spoke about before? Was fine. They both did the same thing with the blood. So, right. is it is it somehow our body reacting to our environment by being exposed, or? But remember, I don't know. he got a broken nose. Yeah, and we we also have there. a theory. Uh, we, That's true. I mean, we also have a kind of a running theory on on Father Gabriel and that he was affected infected by walkers that were uh, tainted by industrial Chemicals. waste and yeah. so forth mm-hmm. because okay. we saw those yep. barrels, right. but. 
The reason why I'm bringing this up is because I'm not going to bring it up anymore. Okay. Um, at this exactly. point, exactly. it's always move on. <laughs> I'm gonna. At this point, it's no use bitching about it anymore. I'm gonna accept the premise going forward that that's how it is because it's it's absurd. But you know, I can't keep bringing that up. It it just holds us up. So I, I I'm saying to you guys, I think we need to drop the issue. And just accept that that, that stupid to. thing is happening. <laughs> well, okay, well, can you get it out of your system? How about that? This, here's your, this well, is your I'm getting it out of my out. system. Do you recall if in the comic book characters would wipe blood on themselves the way... Uh, because to, uh, the first time I remember seeing that is when Nick did it in Fear the Walking Dead. I don't remember that happening in the comic book. No, Glenn and Rick did it in the comic book. They did? Okay. Yeah, in like the very first one. Okay. So that happened very early on. They used the camouflage. And then they right. changed it up just like they did in the show. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, they don't use the camouflage as much as Fear the Walking Dead does. Sure. You know, Is they it... stick to the to what the actual... The show follows me... the comic in that respect. You give me Nick made that an art form. That's Nick's adrenaline thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. He goes out there and just enjoys hanging out with them. Getting yeah. in their face. It's all the... It's all the snappy repertoire that he enjoys it really irritates me honestly it irritates me that they would do that to the storyline when we are vested y'all like we've been watching this for eight seasons we (laughs) know the ins and outs of the of the walkers on this show we are probably way too invested way too invested we're doing a freaking (laughs) podcast about it but and we go to all the walker dead walker stalker shows but um walker dead walker dead (laughs) but (laughs) Um, it makes me feel like they think we are stupid. Like we're yeah, not well, going to see that. We're not going to catch on to that. They had, they, I'm sure they totally knew everybody was going to catch on to it. And they were like, you know what? Let's just do it. I mean, they had to, have, I, you had to think of the, when they were writing it, that they, it's all the writers in a room, like what the hell? Let's yeah. just do it. It'll be more, it will be more entertaining. We've got another <laughs> weapon out there. You know, the other thing, though, is that we're you said that, that happened in the comic books, <laughs> yeah. right? That it did happen right. in the comic books. And there may have been people who've been, you know, sending them Looking letters and so forth it. saying, hey, you know, this is what happened in the yeah. comic books. Why have you guys not incorporated that? And they finally got around. Yeah, to but it. you know what? They cannot go backwards now. Like if somebody does camouflage. Oh, we can all go backwards. Retcon, it's called in the comic books, retroactive continuity. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> See, there you go. <laughs> they rewrite stuff all the time. Well, exactly. Um, I don't buy it. <laughs> when, when I did comic books, though, to your point, Stuart, um, when I worked, with, I, I didn't, just to be clear, I was the editor-in-chief, so I wasn't the writer, I wasn't the artist, but I called, or not called, but I gathered all the, the talent together to create the comic book, and when I would review scripts with the writer, one of the things we always agreed upon was, if we have to, if we ask ourselves, wouldn't it be cool if, mm-hmm. we must answer no, wouldn't it be cool if, Fill in the blank. The answer's always got to be no because when you think you're doing something cool, mm-hmm. chances are it's not going to be so cool, yeah. <laughs> or it's only going to be cool to you. Uh-huh. So maybe people were writing, yeah. asking about tainted weapons and what have you, but they know they're not beholden. And they to do fell every under the they thing. fell yeah, under yeah, the yeah, spell yeah. of trying yeah, to do yeah. it. Exactly. Yeah. They, 
Yeah. I, yeah. I, Same reason that Maggie's still not showing it. Yeah, I can't see how they wouldn't. I can't Wait, see how she they didn't give birth yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she did. I can't see how they wouldn't think that that would be a major objection to most of the, the audience that's watching this. After you know, after so many times seeing. I that this I has think happened. there's a. I would say most of the audience probably isn't watching it that carefully. Well, we're talking about ratings. Viewers, I pulled up um, last week. Yes, this past yes. Sunday did. Do tell. It did. We're going to talk about total viewers, which in the industry, total viewers represents those persons two plus mm-hmm. total viewers. Okay. They did six point seven seven million. Okay. And down on average for the whole season, about eight eight point three five million, I think. Which is down about 30% from last season. Right. So the, the ratings have been going down. Um, the 6.77 is more along the lines of season two. Oh, wow. Season two ratings before it reached its peak, which was at yeah. season five. Season okay. two was not good. Yeah. So um, so there's your ratings from the media guy. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> we need a jingle, I think. I know. Are we <laughs> predicting um, that... The show's going to jump the shark pretty soon. Don't do you not think it? Uh, not for has? people like us. <laughs> no, not you for know, people I, like I, us. I, well, like I, a diehards, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, all in all, I think the season's been a lot better. Tons. So, I agree. I mean, I, I, you know, if, I, if they I haven't think the lost season's... viewers permanently, hopefully, you know, a lot of people that were watching it for a long time will give it a second chance. I mean, there have been some people that are on Twitter that have said they're taking a hiatus from watching it now, who were right. completely. You know, they got, like, freaking TWD and Walking Dead all in their description of who they are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And they're not yeah. watching it. So My um, my son is is actually stopped watching it. Yeah. Well, you know, there's and those people, too. He's always watched it. Who uh, didn't like Fear when it first came out. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. were the diehard Walking Dead fans. Did not like the way Fear was going. And now it's kind of switched. Right. I mean, I, I feel much more... I, I'm... I'm anticipating the the arrival of fear much more than I am next week's episode on The Walking Dead. Yeah, uh, especially after that four minute clip or well, whatever that, they gave us. That was pretty mm-hmm. cool, but I'm I'm still excited to see what happens with the rest of the season. Oh, yeah. All Out War was my I favorite part of the comic book. I, I I agree with you, Kim, but I, but I'm even more intrigued by what's going to happen in Fear. To well, tell you the yes. truth, yes. I am equally intrigued by Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead at this moment. <laughs> and that's yeah. why you are our producer, and we don't really care what you have to say. So, that's right. So, some people may say it already jumped the shark. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah, some yes. people may say it already right. jumped the With, shark. Uh, With Negan. Negan. Yeah, the introduction yeah. to Negan. That's, I mean, if you look do at you have these... to do snaps before I say his name every Yes, now? I almost said Which Steve for some reason. Uh, <laughs> it helps you remember. When you can look at the, the ratings performance of the show... And see how yeah. his introduction kind of it did take a it, precipitous drop, especially yeah, after I think off. after we went into Negan for like three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the the cartoon Negan that they presented to us early on, I think, turned off a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. The Negan from this, the Negan from this season uh, season has been great. Yeah, yeah, this is the Negan they should have used from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Probably so. The Negan that's a lot more thoughtful. The Negan that that is a lot more uh, planning. Right. Um, sophisticated in his thinking. Uh, the guy we got was a was a brutish Tasmanian devil, and and 
you know that i think that turned off a lot of viewers it turned off me big time i know sometimes, that sometimes sometimes what you can do in art form doesn't quite translate to live action mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you think about a show like and you know not to mention other shows but you think about a show like archer and you know yes you wouldn't you wouldn't watch that live action it's, it, it's just too crass <laughs> Yes. The character of Negan in the comic books with his lines, I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah, he and is. The, the shit he says, I, I'm sitting on the train reading and I'm cracking up. <laughs> it doesn't quite come off the screen that way. In the in the comic, it'll work. Mm -hmm. On the screen, the brutality as well. The gore turned a lot of people off. I think it would have if we got to see more of the the Negan we're seeing this season, the back planning mm -hmm. Negan, the the Negan that's a little vulnerable, that has a little bit of fear. Um, the the clownish Negan that was always throwing himself backwards all the time and everything's going to be big. Rick, you're going down. <laughs> you know, all this stuff. It, it just got so, it was so cartoonish. Absolutely. Yep. Comic bookish. Yep. Yep. <laughs> yep. Because yep. there's two sides of, of that character. And there's, and I'll tell you, there's even more that you could see from that character that they delve into in the comic book. You know, you see, mm -hmm. you really get to... They do a good job developing the character in the comic book. They do. Right. And that's that. why everybody was so excited to mm -hmm. see Negan more excited. Yeah, yeah, they were more excited than uh, about Negan than they were about the governor yeah. coming to the screen. Mm -hmm. And then, but it just didn't translate well. Yeah, the governor was a better character on the screen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I almost thought that some of the turnover toward Negan might have been a little bit of fallout from the governor because here, here, you know, we ended what season three and we think we're done with him, but oh no, the season, what, the first half of season four, I'm like grasping at straws. I can't remember the timeline, but yeah. the first part of a season here is the governor again, and you're like, wait a second, weren't we done with this guy? Uh -huh. Right. And then here right. comes Negan's like, oh gosh, here we go again. Yeah. So for those casual fans. That boosted up the viewership to towards sixteen million. It's a like constant loop of like, okay, bad We're character, safe. two more. Seasons. Here comes the heavy, you know, yeah, yeah. the boss man, and we lose our home, and we go on the road and find a new. Let's home. go find be safe again, again, and who's the next guy? Yeah. Cash, you're all, you're exactly right, and I think also the um, I think part of the appeal with Negan this season has been his contrast with with Simon. I mean, the fact that Simon has made Negan look sympathetic in some respects. Right. Um, that I think that depth in the character was needed. So they should have introduced Simon earlier on. They should have made Simon that that dangerous wild card that Negan has to deal with yeah. that we're seeing now because it gives Negan so much more depth. Well, and they, I, I mean, really they does. did in a way because, I mean, they, well, they tried to so with... much. They focused so much on the hilltop and Simon and Simon's relationship. Uh, with with them, but you didn't see the contrast. You didn't see the contrast quite so much. We didn't see this. Simon is this psychotic. Um, you know, Simon is is you know least Lucille without without Negan's um, control, <laughs> and I mean he just he just wants to kill everybody. He has a plan. I mean, it's not like this guy is not thinking that he has a plan or anything, but. But he's he's brutal in his aspects to it, where we find in comparison, we find that Negan is actually calculated in the way he does this stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. And which gives Negan so much more depth. Yeah. Agreed. Violence, his violence is parceled. It's, uh, you know, it's it's made to um, it's made to be much more effective than what Simon does, because Simon is just going to go out and kill everybody. He's a great right. motivator. 
Mm. <laughs> he is. He is. In some respects. Now, all of that being said, the attack of the walkers, brilliant. Fantastic as far as, scene. Yeah, you, you mean, mean as far as... Coming alive inside the house? Yes. Inside the... Yes. Was it Barrington yes. Hall? Yes, Barrington Hall. <laughs> Barrington House? Barrington House. Barrington House. Oh, is that what yes. it is called? Yeah, don't we have Barrington Hall, like, yeah. right here in Yeah, Roswell? that's what I started Yes, we laughing. do. <laughs> okay. It's no, Bar- it's Barrington, Barrington House. house. <laughs> you're making yes. a joke. <laughs> and it is a historic site in a museum, just uh, well, like Barrington. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'll try. Well, especially since it's got a big wall around it now. Yes. <laughs> okay, I, you said you thought it was brilliant. Mm-hmm. Give me, give me... <laughs> <laughs> Explain that, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give me some context for why it was brilliant. Was the directing brilliant? The action? Uh, it's yeah. like it's like the fox in the hen house type thing. Like okay. the enemy is within, and you don't know the enemy is within, right. and everything. Everybody feels really safe. Of course, they left the door open. I don't know why. To the house that was. There the were no guards. Like, of course, the there were no guards. Uh, but um, no, seriously, like, nobody woke up. Nobody woke yeah, up. Nobody woke up. I had a hard time suspending this belief. The, I understand <laughs> this, but hear me out. So you know, you don't know that the enemy is still there, and everybody feels very safe and secure. They're all laying down, going to sleep. It was like after a big party. It kind of was. Everybody's just hanging. Just oh, find man, a spot on the floor. Yeah, it reminded me of kegs empty. It reminded me of the the scenes in Twenty Eight Days Later. Yes, in the it mansion. Reminded me of when, that too. And you know mm-hmm. they had the huge rainstorm going on, and there's actually rabid people running around in there. But some of the people had no idea right that yeah. that was happening, and it had a lot of that same feel to it. It also reminded me of the very first episode of Fear the Walking Dead when they're in the church and Nick wakes up. Mm. Yeah, and his point. girlfriend is missing, and then all of a sudden he goes downstairs, and there's dead yep, people, blah, blah, true. blah. Um, hey, who didn't scream about the guy behind the door? At, you remember in Fear? What, yeah, in Fear. That, yeah. Um, when, uh, yes, um, I screamed at that one. <laughs> yeah. When he finds the, the druggie in the house behind the door. Yeah, um, the question is who didn't hear Kim scream about the guy behind the door? <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> But I really like the way that they did that. I, I think if you're going to go with that crazy idea that the weapons can turn people, do it right. And I think they did it right. Yeah, they follow through on it where they mm-hmm. had hilltoppers or kingdomers or Alexandrians right. all turn into zombies in mm-hmm. short order. So yeah. and they follow through on it. I think when... when when they finally come to grips with what's happening and Daryl is like, these are all our own people. What, what happened? Like, yeah. that was perfect. That was like, a devastating exactly statement. That's what needed that to happen. That was a devastating and, statement when he said that. Right. Yeah, and when, when they're showing the melee happening in the main room and there's people on top of people and you don't know who is who and who's alive and who's dead, it's pitch black in there. Like, that's exactly how it would be. Mm-hmm. So it was perfect. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. They conveyed the claustrophobia to you. Definitely. Yes. I yes, was exactly. like, I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. It was, it was the perfect. chaos. The chaos of the whole situation yes. really came through well. And they um, still weren't that hard to fight off. But if you want me to pick it apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were so many, there were so many uh, lame aspects to a lot of this stuff that um, like you, like you're saying, Cash, it was hard to suspend this. Yeah, suspend disbelief in this stuff. But in a lot of respects, I forced myself to. It's kind of like me giving up on the whole argument of of the tainted weapons being so ridiculously mm-hmm. stupid. Right. Um, but 
I once I was able to get past that, I enjoyed the scene. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, thought they really did a great as, job with it. As a comparison, it could be just as silly if you're trying to, to dog it in any way as uh, right. when Negan and Rick are fighting. Because right. they're, mm-hmm. they're surrounded by walkers, but oh, they yeah. could care less about the walkers the entire yeah. time. They're just like, yeah, why don't get out of the way? Actually, that part of it I liked because for me, for me, that was the first time they actually dealt with walkers the way you would expect to. It's kind of like these guys are so slow; just get the hell out of my way. <laughs> you know, I'm going after the real threat. The real threat. Yeah. And that's actually one of my things that the bones I had to pick about uh, when um, Tobin woke up and he attacks the first guy. He like mm-hmm. practically jumped on him. Right. And then it was what uh, almost. 30, 45 minutes later when he attacks the nurse lady. Well, he was busy. He was busy eating. He he had he plenty of meal up there. <laughs> yeah. He I had guess. two guys in the beds uh, next to him, plus the helper that he jumped. Yeah. 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 It just took a while for all that to unfold. Well, it's like you're eating a pizza the first slice you're, like, devouring. You get towards <laughs> yeah. the end of the, yeah, like, Third slice. Yeah, you're not really going into it quite. Yeah, so you have to take a little zombie yeah. nappy poo. Can I do and another then come back slice? at it? Maybe. Sure. I mean, for God's sake, it's probably the most he's eaten in you know two years. This, this is true. true. He's a big guy. Too. Yeah, that's true. But but they left the door open to the house, and when you're when you're watching the scenes before that, and you see Maggie at the top of the stairs, and she's got the light in her hand, you see the door is open. You don't realize they're going to leave the door open all night. Remember, it's hot. Rick was dating. Oh, okay, was so that's a good point. I didn't think about that. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's yes, why. Because normally hot. when that's you why go all the windows house, were natural. open and stuff like that. But seriously, right. I don't think But it's just natural it that you, you close been, the door. Like, yeah, and you wouldn't be doing that after like this. Now, now keep yeah. keep this thing in mind too. This is something that um, I I realized later on. You know, I uh, I bring up the fact that where were the guards? But it appears that some of the guards were already infected because right, Maggie shot that one. Yeah, my, Maggie shot mm-hmm. the one guard off the wall. Uh, because he was already infected. So that may be part of the problem, too, is the guards were dying at the same time. Right. Right. But also the fact that that one guy fell down the stairs, nobody heard him. The baby's yeah. crying at the same time. Nobody's waking up I during know. any of that. That was, People that was a bad one. People are getting chomped on, and you yeah. still don't hear the growling. In, in this, the world that these, these characters live in, you were sleeping... Like yeah. so light, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A creek without a doubt. Yeah, exactly. not just from You're not just from edge. the walkers, but you got you got the you know Negan's people out there beyond the wall. You're not going to be sleeping right. heavily. You're going to be no. sleeping light as shit. Mm-hmm. Well, right. also, and are we to believe that none of our main characters were sleeping on the floor there? They were all protected somewhere else. Yeah. Don't forget they had beds. They had beds. <laughs> so that was a little like really. Come on, they get the hook up. Yeah, it didn't seem that was fair. The, from the time they were introduced in the hilltop, they were like, "Oh, your room's over there," but you know, of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Cash, you, you probably haven't caught it, but the, one of our pet peeves is the fact that every time these our our gang from uh, Alexandria meets up with a new group, all of a sudden they're in leadership. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, immediately. That is true. You know, <laughs> you just got like, really, these people have been around here together for you, you know, for a year or whatever in their communities. And all of a sudden, we walk in and all of a sudden, hey, they're, we recognize that they are leaders. We need them in. Yeah, really. <laughs> exactly. I did notice some contrast with the comic book when I was reading, uh, reading the part where they uh, discovered Hilltop and how the show handled it and reading uh, bedroom arrangements and who gets what, what space and stuff like that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think the comic book is a little bit more equitable. Real. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't just get the uh, master suite. Exactly. Exactly. Well, um, let's go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we want to talk about my pet peeve. All right. Henry. So we're back, and uh, guys, I want to talk a little bit about Henry. Henry, Henry, the the (laughs) the dumbest kid in the history of The Walking Dead. Um, Uh, Yeah, for some reason, I didn't I didn't think you were going to go negative. Really? Really? (laughs) Oh my god, that whole thing with Henry just oh my god, him opening that gate and walking in there, I was like, are you freaking kidding me? You could stand there right in front of them outside that gate and just blow any of them away. But no, you have to undo the lock and, and I make agree. It easy I agree. For everybody to escape. And, I mean, it was so blatantly made to make it so easy for the guys to escape. But I was just like, that is so stupid. First yeah. of all, nobody said anything when he blatantly, again, stole the rifle in broad daylight. Nobody sees him carrying it back to wherever he carried it to. Nope. Where did he get the key from? Left it right out and open with that gun. Yeah. Well, no one also is is concerned about this this little fascist who's running around. You know, give me a gun, <laughs> give me a gun. I want to kill everybody. You know, I mean, I'll are you it. kidding me? Yeah, <laughs> I got no problem with it. Outside of Carl and Enid, the, mm-hmm. the kids on the show just don't add much to the story for me. Um, no, I agree. What did the two sisters that oh, Carol yeah. took care of? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, you know, yeah, the creepy sisters. Lizzie yeah, and the one sister killed the other. Like, yeah, you know that. I stuck with the show, but that was a that really bothered me because that that's not why I tune into The Walking Dead to see that kind of stuff. And so I've always been leery of when they have when they write storylines for kids on the show. Mm-hmm. Well, look at the flowers was actually my favorite episode. That was was it the best? Yeah, okay. I I think when the kids are. I don't know, a little bit older or whatever, kind of like um, Henry's older brother was. I like yeah. the character. Yeah. But, um, but no, not jeez. Prepubescent kids. Yeah, <laughs> oh my God. He's a little psychopath running around there, and, and everybody's just kind of like, no, you can't have that gun. Take your hand off that gun. You can't have that gun, Henry. Right. No, 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 no. You're like, why does the kid want that gun? Think about it, folks. Exactly. Exactly. But then he, you know, the whole thing with him getting the rifle and having his his nice conversation with Gregory and then opening the gate and walking in there. Why does he even have to do that? He didn't. A plot device. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It and, was a pitiful and you saw, plot um, What's his name? Jared? As yeah, soon Jared. as he walked Lazy in the Lazy gate, Lazy. Jared's eyes were like, whoop, here's our opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, Jared had been talking right before that, saying something about... Um, it, oh, the, this is music to my ears when people are getting attacked by the, the walkers yeah. inside. So, I mean, right. it was kind of a clue to that kid that, oh, wait, maybe this guy's the one that did it or whatnot. But 
Yeah, I mean, come on, dude. It's a freaking fence. You don't have to go in it to kill the guy if you need no. to. Ask him the questions from outside. You know, Stuart, it's funny when you were asking me what my impression of the episode was, I wrote down good follow up to episode episode 12, despite Henry. (laughs) (laughs) And in my notes, I wrote that little brat. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Can he just go steal some cookies? I know. Well, you know, uh, uh, what's her name? Carol has not made cookies lately. Yeah. Oh, not after this. Oh, God. What was that kid's name? Who was who was that kid? That kid's name? Oh my god, he was another. Oh, I can't remember his name now. He was annoying as shit. Oh my god, his <laughs> the little the little panicker. Don't even, yes, can't oh. remember his name. And he uh, finally got bit. Yeah, thank yeah. God. Yeah, he got every. He got half of the cast bit at the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He did. There you go. There you go. All right. All right. Well, I got that on my system. I'm done. You know, hey, did you guys see uh, that the actor who played Dale? Yes. Asked out because of how they treated Frank Darabont. But you know what? And I almost stopped watching the show because of how they treated him. I'm tired of a new show run every year. I wonder why this is coming out now because that happened so long ago. And a lot of us already knew that. We all knew that. Did y'all not see (laughs) these? He made that claim a long time. He made that claim years ago. Okay. It came back in a new weekend. So why is it an issue? So it's out now again? Yeah, it came out again this weekend. Today. Which is the first time I had heard of it. I, I don't it. know why this is coming out again, except for the fact that Frank Darabont is suing the show yeah. for money. Right. But I mean, that came out when oh, he first <laughs> when he first got killed off the show. That information yeah. came out. Okay, that right because that was, was when Darabont got he was fired. Pissed yeah. off because Darabont got fired, and so he asked to be taken off the show. And then he changed his mind and wanted to stay on the show. And they uh-huh. were like, "Sorry, it's too late. Uh-huh. The story's already been written, so we can't." That was change because it now. that was because Darabont talked him to go back into the show, talked him into going back. Uh-huh. Said he was making a mistake doing that, and yeah. that he needed to go back to the show. Gosh, but somebody but it didn't history. it didn't exactly hurt him. I mean, he got tons of jobs after that with anything Darabont did. He's in every Darabont well, movie. Exactly. Period. Good point. And then he yeah. came to Walker Stalker uh, two or three years ago, and he was shocked because he didn't realize how important he was to the show and to the fans. Yeah. Yeah. And there were so many people in his line. He was such a great autograph. character. He was He was awesome. such a great character. He was like the grandpa, really awesome. you know, everybody I loved that him. RV. I loved him in the RV. Right. Yeah. He and was the heart of the show. And yeah. the RV was at Walker Stalker, still is, you know? So he is yeah. very important. He when just he died out in the field, great scene. That actually yeah. was an awesome scene. Because yeah. that led up to Shane dying, yeah, was. which yeah. was another great scene. Good actors. Those were back in the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> when yes. the show was really, really good. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping his RV running. Yeah. Was that yeah. was that when 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 Dale died though? Was that season two or season three? Three. three. Really? Okay. Season three. Okay. At the farm. Season two sucked. Season three was better. Yeah. Yeah. Even I though agree. there were some good stuff in season two, but it was just that it it had the same thing fear went through trying to discover itself a little bit. Right. Well, Scott, you will be happy to see King Ezekiel in next week's episode. Excellent. Without Excellent. a limp, I think. Nice. <laughs> so that he, limp so he, went away so, he, so quick. So he healed really quickly. Yeah, he did. <laughs> that might have been part of his act. Maybe. Mm, <laughs> it Carol is. In. Reel her on in. Well. So are, are there any other points you guys want to make about this episode? 
I think we've hit on everything, really. <laughs> well, we, you guys did hit and misses, or you wanted to do hit and misses, and I, mm-hmm. I guess my hit is not really a plot or or um, something large scale. I guess I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but what I thought was a hit is when Jerry signaled to Maggie that the survivors were outside. I love it. I love that shot. <laughs> yeah. That, that, yeah. That, Close up on him and they zoomed out and then boom, you're close up on Maggie. I just thought that was a great shot mm-hmm. for the director. Yeah, it was a nice touch. It was a nice touch, definitely. And then, you know, similar with directing, my my miss was that Walker falling down the stairs and just nobody <laughs> nobody waking up. I, I, you know, I had a I thought that was I hilarious. Mean, <laughs> I, I, it, it was it was it was hilarious. <laughs> But I'm like nobody woke up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. No, I know. <laughs> totally. That's the thing. Exactly. It, it took the me out. Of, it took me out of it. Yeah. And I don't mm-hmm. like when Same. things take me out of a show. I, I completely turn my mind off and I absorb myself in the world that I'm watching. And it, it you took know, me Cash, out. You were and made so me right. Think. Mm-hmm. Yes. But you so. were so right because I was already thinking even before you fell down the stairs. I was thinking, there's no one here. All this moaning, right? Mm-hmm. You know, right. I mean, there's these people walking in. They, because before that, they showed that door open with with the walkers walking in the doorway. <laughs> I'm thinking, no one's hearing this, you know, stuff like that. And then the guy falls down the stairs, and I'm like, oh come on now, are you kidding me? <laughs> what does he got to do? That. Knock off a chandelier, and then all of a sudden everybody will wake up? Yep, I know. It definitely seemed like a little comedy bit almost when he came rolling yeah. down the stairs i know yeah well i think it was meant to silly. be it's a little yeah, bit it was like the uh de- was it day of the dead when they're in the mall yeah and then yeah. the guys are like falling down the escalator or falling on the ice rink oh, oh my goodness yep. <laughs> yeah exactly yeah definitely exactly. it ruins the whole fear moment yeah. yeah but you know but but i think it was done i do think in all honesty Stu, when you say that i i mean i do think that a lot of those scenes in there were done almost as a tribute to those. Yeah, those, yeah I um, think so too. Night of the Living Dead and Day of the Dead and 28 yeah. Days Later and so forth because they drew a lot of elements of that into those scenes. And then also we know that they they do add a, a element of humor to horror to cut the tension, right? you know, to some extent. Um, speaking to that point, just really quick, I'll, I'll go on a tangent. I remember seeing The Exorcist when it came back out in a the theater and what this movie was from 1973 so 73 was horrific but close to two post 2000 it was just we were all in the theater laughing yes we were cracking right. up because yes. right. horror had evolved since then yeah. right mm-hmm. and to see a movie done you know 30 years earlier or whatever 25 years earlier um it was more funny than it was scary. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Stuff doesn't hold up. No. It, it doesn't hold up over time. But they show her face in like the mirror or something, <laughs> and it looked very, yeah. very poorly I, I, done. I call that the fast times at Ridgemount High Center. Yes. <laughs> they do not hold up over time. Right. And uh, Kim, so I actually like that movie. Miss, what do you think? Um, <laughs> hold on. All right. So my hit is Gavin's appearance again. Really? Yes. That's my head too. <laughs> I'm sorry. You have the same mind. Uh, and yeah, go ahead. You give your explanation. Well, I well, first of all, I really like his character, so mm-hmm. I was excited just to see his character come back. And even though he's dead, he's still a very interesting person to me. And you know, the only the only thing I didn't like is just his appearance. I it, I don't understand why he had the stringy hair and stuff. Um, but yeah, I just like the fact that they brought humidity. him back. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, Georgia yeah. humidity. Yeah, <laughs> but you, but you know, Kim, I have a problem with him in that um, 
for the same reason I, I got so annoyed with Crazy Rick mm-hmm. and so forth. It, the, Gavin appearing like that sh- went right to Crazy Morgan. Mm-hmm. And I don't care for pr- Crazy Morgan. I want I want Pragmatic Morgan. I want Morgan who's going to, the take charge guy. Yes. I don't care too much about Crazy Morgan. Yeah. And oh, Gavin to me was Crazy Morgan. They don't care that you don't care about Crazy Morgan because Crazy Evidently. Morgan is happening. Evidently. But you know what? This is not their podcast. You know what? <laughs> My podcast. Crazy so Morgan's coming, Scott. I'm going to yeah. tell you. Deal with it. Seriously. I, I hope know he's he not is. coming. I and agree with Scott. He's going to fight well, Crazy Rick. Morgan is not like fun. I think sorry. he's going We're to fight the story it. Already. I think he's going to fight it, which is why he ends up doing a walkabout to Houston. But I think the way they did Gavin was a lot better than the way they did Lori when she came back. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But you, but, but you know, uh, this, this bringing back ghosts and all that stuff, though, just to me, it, it just portends to that we're going to have a another crazy character and uh they don't do much for me remember I, I when tyrese when tyrese was dying yes. and there was some ghosts no i love that i love that but that was more you know him reliving his life and and so forth like that exactly not so psychological it doesn't yeah this mean... wasn't this wasn't but he wasn't you know he wasn't losing his mind mm-hmm. he's just losing his life right but we're looking when we're talking about Crazy Rick and we're talking about Crazy Morgan. That's that's guys losing their minds, and I, I get a little tired of that. Okay, fair enough. The comic book did Crazy Rick a little bit better. Yeah, with Laurie and everything. Even with the whole telephone segment. Yeah, I thought that was really good in the comic book. Yeah. Um, mm. We'll find out on April fifteenth if we get Crazy Morgan. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. So we won't yes, have to wait too long. We and should go to the theater don't. together. Did you hear about that? No, what? They're yeah. going to do a showing at the theater on April 15th. Oh, really? So they're going to do the finale of The Walking Dead and then back it up with the premiere of Fear. In a movie theater? Yeah. Yes. Oh. Two what? hours. Wow. Maybe. That'll be awesome. Mm-hmm. April 15th. Get a babysitter. Put it, put it on the yeah, house. Yeah. Are you serious? She won't go. Maybe she can watch so all Kim, the kids. Kim, <laughs> what, Kim, what was <laughs> your Even miss? better. Oh. Well. Free time. Obviously, my miss is the whole blood thing. Just the fact that the oh. guts are suddenly turning people. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was just... Right. The, the infection spreading right. so easily. That was such a big change that it it really upsets me. It really just logically it bothers me in the fact yeah. that just like you said, the C, they learned from the CDC that mm-hmm. you know everybody's already got it. Mm-hmm. So how does it make sense that... You get it, it would faster. spread faster, unless you're getting killed faster. But then, why would it even matter if there was gore on the weapons? Everybody's the got place? it in their genes, it evidently, and that's right. you know, when you die wherever Logically, it is. You're it doesn't. Turn. It doesn't pan it out. Activates or something. Yeah. yeah. The only it's thing. Like a superpower, like <laughs> yeah, like the rings. One of the th- the the Wonder Twins. Oh God! The expiration <laughs> of your life mutates your body into a zombie. Did you say? Did you did you say Wonder Twins? Wonder yes. Twins really? activate. Which oh. I used to watch all the time when I was a kid. Oh. Was the best but when uh the one um the hilltop guy that was in the bed when carol had to kill tobin right 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 and he said it's the fever, the fever. what it that's what it is it makes sense now like that was right. good i'm glad that they who brought said that who was saying he was that? just a random guy he was a guy that remember they had to kill him they had to no, kill he him. he was dying. Oh, and yeah, he, he was, he right. asked for them he was to the kill one him. who begged. He was the one who begged someone to kill him because yeah. he couldn't do it himself. Yeah, because yeah, he right, was coming right, to the realization right. that, oh shit, that's exactly what's going to happen to me. And it was right before they went to talk to Tara. But I like, 
I like that they brought him into the whole story to kind of help explain what was happening to get it from like a first person point of view of okay, sure. this is actually what's happening to me right now. Right. Right. But yeah, uh, uh, but again, Scott brought that up earlier, and we're not supposed to talk about it anymore. True. Well, so no, I mean after after this after we'll this after our episode here, we will we will abandon that bitch point. And they and better not make on. us talk about it again by they will. gore weapons. But they will. <laughs> they will. They're gonna have like gore bombs. This is a moot point. Right. <laughs> Stu, Stu, what was your hit and what was your miss? Well, my hit uh, was the Gavin thing. Uh, again, I'm not sure that they need to make it quite so prominent in the episode. Maybe they need to make. I, it might have been better if they just had him show up like once. And you're like, what the hell was that about? <laughs> you know, instead of having him show up a couple times. Because re- it didn't really lead to anything in the plot at all. He didn't Not really, yet. Yeah. Not yet. But something in what he's saying will lead heavily into the plot. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I, but it was my hit because it was intriguing. And, of course, we know everything that's going on in the outside world with uh, Fear of the Walking Dead. And so, it's like, okay, well, where's the tie-in? You know, what, what happens with those stories and how are they developed? So, uh, I, that was my hit. Um, my miss was the removing of the wood off the windows originally, but my second <laughs> miss is, um, the fact that, um, sorry, excuse me. The fact that, uh, Carol was able to hold back Tobin so easily and have that yeah, brilliant moment yeah. where she's staring into his eyes as he's oh, like, that's dying. a good point. It's like, he's <laughs> huge. Did you hear the music? Yes. Yeah, he's, like, he's got like seven inches on her. Yeah, and he's got like hundred pounds on her too. Least, and he, she's like. Oh, Tobin, like just barely holding him back. I was like, dude, <laughs> he would have crushed that woman. But she's super Let's strong. get a last selfie together before I kill you. She's extremely strong. So. Yeah, she's used to killing walkers. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. I agree. Um, My hit was, I believe it or not, was was uh, when Rick showed up. Oh, yeah, I that, thought was that was pretty so cool. I, did. I, I like powerful. that too. Because yeah. I was not expecting that. Mm-hmm. Good point. And when yeah, he either. popped up and started knocking people off there or whatever i thought that it was, was like really a tag cool. team moment yeah WWF yeah yeah like, hey, exactly. here comes rick he's in the ring yep <laughs> exactly exactly so i not that, that i like wrestling at all i really don't like wrestling it's at your all, secret our 14 year old selves did <laughs> <laughs> i just have to, happened to be from charlotte north carolina and it was everywhere Woo! That's right. Rowdy yeah. Roddy Piper yeah. lived down the street from me. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Hank Saw. Rick Flair. Whatever Rick Flair bought me beer one time. Oh, nice. Awesome. The nature when boy. When I was underage. When I was underage. Oh, my God. Oh, even better. <laughs> Did he say, woo, when he actually gave me the beer? No, he was He was actually sitting He was sitting in, in his Corvette at the time outside of a convenience store and we were there and we didn't have any ids or anything like that and we were like yo rick will you buy some beer and he's like hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was just loving all the attention and stuff all these guys were in his car and he went in and bought us beer and came out and handed it all to us and you could you know it's not nice. like anybody couldn't see it happening you know i mean from inside the convenience store but it was anyway it was rick flair i saw hulk hogan walking down the street in the keys one time he had his bandana on and everything, tight pants. Tell me he didn't have that speedo on though. Ugh. He had his tight pants on. Yeah, yep. spandex. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, we diverge. You go know, ahead. I I uh, I want to go to my miss, but after the Hulk Hogan speedo thing, I I really have a hard time even coming up with a bigger miss than that. Um, <laughs> but uh, my miss is definitely Henry. Yes. Oh yeah, uh, that's a good miss. That was, 
come on, just move on from the kid. All right, yeah. let's just, you know. But Henry's going to probably knock off Jared at some point. Hopefully he doesn't knock off Aiden, or not Aiden, what is that guy's Alden. name? Alden. My son. Alden. Yeah, <laughs> not, not your son. Um, but hopefully he's not going to kill Alden. I think Alden's, you know, we haven't mentioned much about him, but I think Alden could be a very intriguing character. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be the love interest for Maggie. Yeah, what? He could very well really? be, because yeah. he's definitely taken with her. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, hopefully he's very trustworthy. I was going to say, could is, be uh, playing. is it that easy that you trust him? I mean, she obviously doesn't trust him, and he's he's doing his best to gain right. her trust. Um, I don't know. I mean, I guess it's I just, trust the guy. I trust the guy as far. It'd be as... too complex, I guess, to to him be like turn on her at some moment. Yeah, but but it could happen. We well, don't know. I, in my feeling, Maggie's gonna find love again, and then she's gonna get killed off because she hasn't signed a contract yet. Well, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We haven't seen King, King Ezekiel because he's been speaking up on Maggie's behalf. Right. <laughs> is there is there any chance that Maggie may actually have a baby at some point? Not this year. Or even show a baby <laughs> at some point? She's like an elephant. Just like a two-year gestation. Yikes. My God. <laughs> so incredible. So I do have an honorable mention. Uh-oh. Oh, what? Jesus Christ. Oh, no. <laughs> really? Real quick, like. Real quick, like. I love the use of time in this episode, showing mm-hmm. the clocks, mm, and yes. so that we have a better understanding of how quickly or how slowly, really, this is all happening. Um, because you know when you're bit, like when you're actually bit by a walker, we've already understood that it's the bite that causes the bacterial infection, which causes a fever. Which then well, we don't sp- know if it's a bacteria. We just know that it's an infection of some sort. Could be a virus. Everybody's already got the virus. I feel like it's a bacterial infection. Anyway, I'm going with that. And um, that happens usually pretty quick. And this is happening pretty slow. We've already established it's 24 hours. Well, it seems like it seems like it's it's varying, but but definitely a longer time than we're used to seeing on on the show. Well, Tobin was the first one, and that was at what two thirteen in the morning. That's the first. That's yeah. the second time they show us. The first time is six twenty-five, yeah. and then at three twenty-six. No, wait. Two thirteen is when he got when he woke up mm-hmm. coughing, and three twenty-six a.m. is when he woke mm-hmm. up right. dead. Right. Yeah. So it took him roughly about four or five hours. What? Well, because they attacked it at. Tom I mean, if injury, it was time of injury. Yeah, they attacked in the injury. night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They've already gone through a whole day, and now it's the next so night. So it's 24 hours. No. Yes. No, 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 no. I yes. thought that was the same night. No. Nope. That was the same night. No, it's not. Yeah, no. it is. No, it's not. Because... It, it totally seemed like the same night. After everybody got attacked... They all slept the next day? They slept, the and then you day. see, like, Rick and Michonne taking oh, the wood off the windows. No, yeah, 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 you're uh, right, because you're right. that's okay. even when... Everybody's even chit-chatting. When, Right, because yeah, because Tara's out there moving cars around even after she got shot. Right. And so forth. Yeah, you're right. They created yeah, a lot of that episode. They sure did. Thank you. That's just one more lame aspect of this thing. Why is that lame? <laughs> because I mean I'm sorry. I mean we've seen so many people turn like within minutes. But they're not getting bit. So what? So what? It's whatever's going into them, it's breaking the skin and getting into them is what's hey. whatever's infecting them no okay so no, no no okay so here's the thing they're introducing this whole thing remember with carl getting bit remember he was he that took for yeah. a long time for him to change 
Yeah, so, so we were bitching about that at the time. Too. A good and that wasn't even a deep bite. No. It was a shallow. But that's, but that's when all this thing started, and then when Negan and... Uh, it wasn't Negan that came up with the idea. It was uh, Eugene. Yeah. That was like, oh, let's toss stuff. But can we put all... Eugene at the top of the hit list? Yes, we can. Yes, yes, yes. Well, he's got to get. He's going to be behind Henry, but but okay. You know, Henry's a small small yeah. target next yes. to Eugene and that big hair. There you go. I'd like to keep Jared around and have Henry die. <laughs> I would too, actually. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm done with Jared. Jared. Jared needs to go. I mean, that's just ridiculous that he's still alive. I mean, even his own people would have killed him by now. <laughs> I know, but he's in, he's like entertaining, like Simon. He's the no, he's inter- no. evil entertainer. He's more entertaining no, than no. Henry is. Simon Wannabe. Yeah, yeah, he is a Simon Wannabe. Yeah. Sure. Simon's interesting. Jared's not interesting. I'm sorry. He's he's a punk. But he's like a him. punk. Okay. And he was funny in person. Okay, 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 okay. Well, Dakara wrote in and said, really enjoyed this episode. Felt like the jail days again. So ready for the rest of the season. Braces myself. Yes. It did feel like the jail days again because everybody seemed to kind of be working together this time. And then, of course, we see everybody sleeping in the house, which was kind of like jail. And you have the enemy at the gates Mm -hmm. all around. Stuff the, like the, that. The sense of claustrophobia. Yes. Yep. Tight quarters, just suffocating. Darkness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That makes sense. Hearing the growls, but not knowing where they're coming from. Yeah. Yes. Totally. So next time on The Walking Dead Season 8, Episode 14, still gotta mean something. Um, a heaps prisoner makes a discovery. Carol searches for someone in a nearby forest. Rick and Morgan find themselves in the company of strangers. So the heap's prisoner is obviously Negan, right? Because he's the garbage heap prisoner of I guess what's so. her face? Oh, Jadis. Jadis. Yeah. yeah. Getting, the getting, heaps? The garbage heaps. Okay. Getting pulled on some kind of a yeah. trolley or not quite a hand truck. <laughs> yeah, she mm-hmm. pulls him out of that thing oh right container okay. yeah, yeah, container yeah. Yep. yeah container box yeah she's gonna take him to the compact oh <gasps> or the the, so? the crusher i don't know she's gonna scare the shit out of him the <laughs> shredder there you go the shredder yeah. she's gonna make, uh, maybe she's gonna blood make some, pudding make some tacos <laughs> yeah yep. you know <laughs> so carol's gonna be searching in the forest and she's gonna be searching for henry i think Packing we all know that sausages. probably yes. yeah <laughs> yeah but rick and morgan find themselves <laughs> in the company of strangers that sounds interesting oceanside but they're they not strangers they are they're to rick strange. They are to Rick and Morgan. Rick Rick and Morgan don't know them. Speaking of which, though, I want to I want to wrap around to one thing real quick. They've been putting on those episodes of the Red Machete. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I don't know if you've been watching them very carefully and all. I'm wondering if in in this last episode they show this young girl Mandy and her reflections on training on on the Red Machete and so forth. I'm wondering if she's part of the Ocean Side. Hmm. Awesome. And that we may we may see through this we may see what happened to the men because she's she in this episode she's training on the machete with her father right yeah and it reminded me of the setting of the of the uh, of the ocean siders yeah I thought in this episode she finds it she finds it but then she has a flashback Flash. yeah. 
Oh. And when you see her in the flashback, she's training with it with another. She's training with it with a man who yeah. you assume is her father. Right. And there's another young girl with headphones on that's watching her do it. Yeah, the one who got killed with a ponytail. So I, I you know, I'm I'm just speculating, but you know, I mean um, that that does bring up one thing that I I am excited and hope that they actually put into the upcoming episodes is the confrontation between Simon and Negan over all this shit. Yeah. What Simon yeah. did. And that maybe that comes out that, you know, Simon had something to do with the Oceanside people. Right. Yeah. Um, Which is what we what we think is the is the case. Yeah. I, I mean, Stu, I, saying, I am I sure a, they will. They they haven't built this up to not have a confrontation between those two guys. Yeah, and I was just excited that, you know, that the after the moment when when Simon kills off all the junkyard dog folks mm-hmm. to see rick say something to negan about it and negan being like what the hell like and yeah. then of course it happens during the battle so um yeah i'm, I'm waiting for that to kind of play out mm-hmm. i think that'd be a good yep. can, can negan talk his way out of uh the grinder you know uh, he you will. Know, i think he will you know he will. That's, I, mean, that's I kind of you know cash i've kind of speculated that maybe those two may actually work to hand Simon over to Jadis. Yeah. That's you know, because Negan may be able to talk his way out of it because he didn't order for them to die. No, did did not want it either. Mm -mm. No, he did not want that. So there may be a a situation here where, where, um, you know, Negan hands him over to Jadis as a, as a payment for being released by her. They're setting this up as though like Simon's kind of in control, but I mean, I, th- I don't think anybody in the audience actually feels like he has any real control over the saviors right now. You're just kinda... Not lasting control. No, you're waiting for Negan to show up at yeah. some point. But yeah, I mean, if, if he, he screwed with the hilltop, he killed off all the junkyard folks. And if he had anything to do with the Oceanside people, it's it totally is setting up a whole episode where they deal with, you know, this this uh, taking back the reins of the saviors from Simon. Mm-hmm. Right, but don't for, don't forget, though, that he was a leader of some of these people at one point, too. I'm not going to forget it. You brought right. it up many you know. times, buddy. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> don't forget it, Stuart. I'm not. <laughs> so so Simon will have those the support of those former outpost people, but what about everybody else who's left that sanctuary who doesn't know that mm-hmm. he even got run off the road and, yeah. you know, will Eugene well, he's trying to, to pr- some kind he's of control? He's trying to... He's trying to portray himself as being the guy that is continuing on with Negan's yeah. plans. Yeah. That, but not everybody left Sanctuary in the caravan, right? Right. No. So yeah, there's still people some back. people left back there who don't know what happens. Yep. Right. Right. The We Are Negan chant doesn't work so well when Negan shows up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It will be interesting to see what happens. Uh, but but Simon, <laughs> Simon is due for a big fall. I can't wait to see Dwight. He's like, hey, man. I wasn't with this guy. I don't know what he was talking about. Right. Um, he was on Kooky Street. I'm not with him. He's doing like the finger on the forehead. That like, I don't yeah. know what's Cuckoo. going on there. Negan, yeah. this guy's like really out there uh, talking crazy shit. Let, let Simon meet his uh, deathly end. But I do hope Dwight somehow manages to stay alive. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. I think he will. Yeah. Maybe he'll find his wife. Yeah, now it just takes. Let me hey, let me ask you. You know, on that note though, I do want to bring up one one small pet peeve. It really seems like um, Tara jumped to the other side really fast. Yeah. Yes, that was my pet peeve too. A little too quick. A little too quick. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, all of a sudden she's on Dwight's side when yep. she was so adamant about 
he was gonna die one way or the other. Right. She, she was the one who wanted, you know, and 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 it was it was Daryl who was kind of defending him to At her first, right? Yeah. Before, and now all of a sudden the roles are reversed in, a, in an extreme way. Yeah, I was but kinda he, like, and I, I was talking to Kim about this because she had she was like, yeah, she was not happy with that whole scene either. But when Daryl was defending him, he was defending him like he's still useful. You know, it wasn't like sure. It wasn't good at point. all like um, you know he's a good guy. It's he should be forgiven. Yeah, it's like yeah. not yet. We're not yeah. taking him out yet. I don't think. Right. I think Daryl and, and Dwight still have some stuff to work out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. They need to trade that little wooden carving for crossbow. Yeah. yeah. Right. They need to do that trade. Um, yeah. I still liked it when Daryl ripped that uh, vest off him that one time. Yeah. Finally, even though <laughs> mm-hmm. Dwight had been shot, it's like give me that damn thing back. Definitely, but I, I agree. I agree, Scott. I think a, a, a short scene, some kind of exposition from Tara, giving us a, a peek into her thought process behind um, when when Dwight jumped out of the bushes and she felt right. saved mm-hmm. by that action. Um, yeah, so, so it didn't just a seem bit as much. It didn't seem as much as it needed to to portray that kind of flip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was way fast without any context as to why. They did show uh, in next week's clip, um, which was, gosh, 30 minutes into the premiere of The Terror yes. on AMC. Um, they did show um, Ro- Rosita. Yeah. And who was up there with her? Dwight? I, I feel like it was Daryl. Daryl, that's what I meant. Sorry, not Dwight. Daryl. Yeah. They were talking about taking Eugene out. Yeah. Because she said they've got a bullet maker now. That and then the she saw. Yes. That's right. She saw she that saw it was through Eugene. The binoculars or whatever. She was she like, sees Eugene. shit. Like, right. you could see her face kind of like, oh, crap. That's Eugene. Yeah, so that's something I else. don't have a problem if they take Eugene out. Not at all. That's something else we have to look forward to uh, this yeah. coming week. But she still has that weird connection with him. Yeah, they were she the does. Traveling together. Yeah. And he so. used to watch them get it on, right? Yeah, yeah. in the library. Exactly. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, that's just sad. I had to say it. <laughs> yes, that's just sad. I'm sure you guys talked about that. Oh, we did. I remember <laughs> yes, talking about that. Did. Yeah, we had a separate podcast just about that subject, actually. Really? No. Wow. The whole. <laughs> Are you a creep if? <laughs> Is it creepy too? Yeah, yeah, Let's right. go over the creepiness factor here. <laughs> On a scale of On a one scale to ten. of one to ten. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much a 10 or 11. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, Henry, why do you have to be first in the hit list? <laughs> I know, I know. So speaking of the terror, did you guys watch that? I watched um, I watched the first 30 minutes of it. and I, <laughs> Until you got to and, see that yeah, clip. Yeah, I wanted like, to see the clip. I'm going to bed. But it is, <laughs> it is recorded. It will be watched. Um, I'm highly intrigued by it. Um, when I was, uh, back when in my comic book days, I watched a lot of Science Channel to mm-hmm. get ideas, to, mm-hmm. to get my imagination flowing so I can come up with ideas for stories. And I saw an actual documentary about this right. trip, mm-hmm. this uh, definitely trip. And what I felt watching it and, and imagining myself in that situation was, it was terrifying. Mm-hmm. You know, to think um, so many people caught scurvy because the aluminum wasn't, you know, lined properly and... Um, they ran out of food and ate each other and just, yeah. and then to, to find out that somebody actually took a real life story and, and put some mystical and supernatural elements and made it nonfiction, mm. um, was even more intriguing for me. So, yeah, I can't re- I think it was, uh, 
Was it Peter Straub who wrote that? I think either Peter, so. I think it's either Peter Straub or Robert McCammon. One of the two wrote that the novel. Right. I read the novel. It was actually really good. Yeah. Very oh, scary. I didn't know it was a novel. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It's it's a recreation inspired by this novel. So I'm looking forward to it. I like the actors in it. Yeah, Kieran. Uh, guy from um, Game of Thrones. He, yeah, he's from Game of Thrones. Mance Raider, who yes. I hope to see yes. more of. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And then um, we had uh, we we know the guy Jared from uh, Mad Men. Yep. And then the third um, Tobias isn't he on um, Outlander on Stars? I don't know that I one. Know. But he's definitely from Black Sales on Stars. Yes. Yeah, we yeah. 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 yeah, Black Sales. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Well, we watched the premiere last night, the two hour. Uh-huh. It was really good. It was good. Yeah, the second hour. I cannot prepared. wait to see the next. The second hour gives you that supernatural. Good. So the second hour, I only watched the fir- first part of it. So, and, you know, having read the book, I was a little disappointed from the first part, to okay. tell you the truth. Yeah. Um, but you said the second part got a lot better? Well, I thought the whole thing was the second great. second hour? Yeah, but the second hour gives uh, gives you that hint of the supernatural side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, right. It, it does. It does. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, yeah, we're not just stuck on the ice. There's something. There's else. something else with us. Yeah. But if you guys don't know what we're talking about, it's the new AMC show called The Terror that came on right after The Walking Dead on Sunday night, but then it re-aired again on Monday night with a two-hour in its time slot. Yeah, AMC does that a lot. Yeah, they'll they'll put Walking Dead on for two hours and you think, oh, a big episode. No, they just want to give you the yep. premiere of a second show. Yes, to to hook you in. Yes, which yes. is fine. I'm okay with them doing that. It was really good though, so y'all should definitely check it out. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Awesome. If you would like to write to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail dot com. You can also find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast, on Facebook at facebook dot com slash fearmepodcast, and on the web at fearmepodcast dot com. And you can download our episodes from your favorite podcasting site. So thank you so much to Cash for joining us thanks. tonight. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thank nice you. Nice job. It was fun. Thank Good. you. Good. I hope you do it again. We'll see. <laughs> We're only a few houses away, There's so you might chance. have to. <laughs> All thanks right. for listening, everyone. Good night. Take care. Good night, everybody.